0: All you fans out there in out there land, I say it's time again. Have mercy, let the congregation say, "Hey, man, it's time for the biggest, baddest party in the world." So get on up, turn it up a notch, and get ready to boogie, baby! Oh! <laughs>
1: Hey everybody! Happy Super Bowl Sunday! Welcome to the Wingnut Podcast, episode number ninety-eight. Tommy P here
2: (laughs) and Big Pause, and we're here. It's the uh, podcast number ninety-eight, and the date is what?
1: Groundhog Day, February second, two 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 o two o two two, o. Yeah, backwards. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, uh.
2: This is the Super Bowl Sunday that we're actually doing this podcast, so.
1: Did the groundhog see a shadow? We don't know.
2: Uh, no, he didn't.
1: He, which?
2: Which means it's not, uh, spring is going to be early, it's not extended winter. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can what tell they that by, by look out out, look out outside, window. yeah. <laughs> so, um, anyway, end of the world edition that we're talking about here and. uh This is the end of the world. Uh, We have a lot of uh, downer things to talk about. But uh, anyway, and we are drinking Springbok. We're discussing things that you could do while you're sober. (laughs) Boo! (laughs) Things that move you in Western New York, our state fair, preparing for the big game, and a bunch of other bullshit. So there we go. So we're drinking. Well, we always start with
3: drinking. Sick, sober, and sorry. Broke, disgusted, and sad.
2: Sick, sober, and sorry. and sorry. We're more sick and not sober. So anyway. Uh, this week, well, actually, we were drinking originally here Samuel Adams Cold Snap White Ale. But that is not the topic of conversation today. No, because I'm going to... We're, uh... we're talking about spring. Spring has sprung since the groundhog has seen... Did not see his shadow. So and we are drinking Genesee Springbok.
0: The best things in nature make Genesee beer. Nature light, nature bright, naturally clear. The best things in nature make Genesee beer naturally more refreshing.
1: I thought that was yellow.
2: <laughs> it was when we went there. Showing a picture of the falls over in uh, Rochester. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Genesee commercial <coughs> about Bach beer, but they don't mention Bach beer, mm-hmm. but they do have a lamb. And so we are going to taste Genesee Bach beer. Let me open something. Mm-hmm. Ah. Uh, nom, 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 nom.
1: Mm. Ah, I'm Slurp. Like a Jenny.
2: Yeah, Bach beer, not a real heavy Bach beer, good Bach beer, Jenny Bach, <laughs> Bach, beer. Bach beer, cheap beer, Bach beer. How many times can you say it? Um, Bach beer, uh, Genesee Bach beer started in 1951. They took their their take on the 16th century German legend um, that they've been brewing every spring since 1951. The brewery has carefully crafted and and lagered. Genesee Spring Bach Beer. The result is a full-flavor beer with a slightly malty finish and a perfect way to celebrate the snow melt. But it's snow today! <laughs> it um, so somebody asked, where did Bach beer come
1: from? Where did it come from?
2: One school of thought Tell believes us. that the style's name came from the uh, corruption of einbach Beck, Germany which claims to be Bach's birthplace. Other things, uh, since the beer was traditionally brewed in the winter months under the sign of Capricorn, whose zodiac symbol is the goat. Wow, (laughs) what a a thread here. The billy goat goat in German translates to Geibach or Ziegenbach, and many Bach brewers have taken the goat
1: as a mascot for their beer. Isn't it uh, like pagan? Isn't the goat like a pagan symbol? (laughs) I know in your church it is. (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) I'm not supposed to talk about
2: it. The Genesee Brewers, uh, we have a clip of them at work making Bach beer. Look at all the
3: beer we got. Oh, boy. (laughs) Say, you know, I don't want to
4: pour any cold water on this project, but it seems to me there must be something wrong. Oh, you're crazy. We followed directions. I put the yeast in myself. You're crazy. I put the yeast in. You're both crazy. I put the yeast in. We, we all put, put the, the yeast, yeast in. in. You imbecile, who told you to put the yeast in? Mm, you see that? i uh, well
5: put... What's up? matter with
4: this guy? That's it, the last one. 185 bottles of beer. We ain't gonna run short of beer. Look at those bottles of beer. Hundreds of bottles of
3: beer. Beer to swimming,
4: beer to bathing.
3: We can wash our
6: clothes in beer.
4: We got beer galore. Boys, this is terrific. Say, how about some Dutch lunch? Certainly. I'll get some apple pie and whipped cream. I'll take uh, some burnt toast and a rotten egg. Burnt toast and a rotten egg? Yeah, I got a tape on him and that's good enough for him. Put it down. (laughs) <laughs>
0: uh,
2: I don't watch
1: enough Stooges anymore. No, I know.
4: Actually, a Stooge
2: Fest is coming up yeah. uh, March 14th over at the Riviera Theater. And Mr. Tuxedo Guy will be there mm-hmm. along with his big organ. Why you? Why you? Yeah. So, um, anyways, we're drinking Spring Bach beer. And we know our opinion of that. It's pretty good. also, what we're drinking here, because uh, I opened oh, yeah. up my cupboard, was... Evan Evan Williams Fire so
3: oh, here's our bourbon song oh, I ain't seen my baby since almost the week need to drink so bad man I can't even speak wanna get high man listen to me wanna drink it enough man you better bring free when I get drunk I wanna make it real clear I want
2: The favorite song of my uh, co-worker, Craig Law, he <laughs> likes that one. Every time I said, I'm going to have a bourbon, I want bourbon, and he <laughs> sings to me. So we love when he sings. So we're drinking Evan Williams Fire. Let's see, because normally we were doing taste tests amongst other ones. So let's yeah. see how this tastes.
0: Here's to swimming with bow-legged women.
1: <sighs> Not bad. No, too sweet. Yeah, it is a little sweet. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. <laughs> I wish she did.
2: <laughs> so we're getting ready for the big game. Don't you love that shit? Yeah. It was big game. Can't call it Super Bowl. <gasps>
1: Great. Now we owe a bunch of money. Unless,
2: yeah, I know. Unless you paid for this term Super Bowl, that's why everybody calls it the big game. And it almost gets ludicrous. Not the singer. Uh, ludicrous. Yeah, that uh, that you can't, I mean, like, everybody knows it's a damn Super Bowl. so Yeah, I know. But Trademark. Anyway. And uh, here's uh, a, f- a football fan getting ready for the uh, Super Bowl.
0: Now, children, we've got to handle the ball better. You've got to hold your football like you would hold your lover. Gently, yet firmly. You want to be both nurturing and clean at the same time. Oh, yeah. Just like making sweet love to the football. Be naughty with the football. Mm, uh, Spanky. Yep. Ever so gently. Yep. Spanky. Yep. Oh, uh, sorry, children. <laughs> so that's
2: football love, anyway. So, big game thoughts. Uh, we're going to be watching. Uh, it's cool. This year they changed from the Roman numerals. <laughs> Two names. So yeah. now we're gonna be Super Bowl Live. Oh yeah. Live. Yeah.
1: Live or live.
2: L I V. Live.
4: So. Oh. All right. Good. Uh, check the generator. Yes, master.
3: Live. Give my creation life!
2: So life. that's... Yeah, that's where they came up with the name. It's Super Bowl Live this uh, yeah, this week. Here. Super Bowl
1: Live Live.
2: Yes. Uh, what is it? Next year, it's going to be live, too. L-V-I, so Why whatever. Why don't they just change it to a number? No, because... I remember... Um, it wasn't you guys, but somebody came, some kid that I was talking to years and years ago. He said, we're learning new math in school. And that was like the new math. And I said, oh, really? Let me see. And it was Roman numerals. And I said, no, nah, that's old man. Yeah. So, uh, did you know Super Bowl trivia? Super Bowl was named by Lamar Hunt. Um, he was watching his son play, S-O-N, with a Super Bowl. And... Uh, with the po- popularity of bowl games, that there was always the Cotton Bowl and the Rose Bowl and all mm-hmm. that other happy horseshit, he seen his son playing with the Super Bowl <laughs> and came up with the name Super Bowl. Uh-huh. And actually, it wasn't called the Super Bowl until the third Super, Super bowl, bowl game. I think it was called the AFC, NFC, whatever the yeah. heck it is. So. Combined thing. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of a homeboy, little segue from his son, <laughs> Uh this pisses me off. During a Super Bowl press conference in Miami, NFL commissioner Roger Goodell fielded a question about the future of New Era Field. No, I hate this guy. Oh, there's been a debate whether it would be uh, best for the Bills to renovate the current stadium or move the location closer to the city of Buffalo. So Goodell, who was born in nearby Jamestown, actually, mm, uh, noted that he wants the Bills to main. Remain in Western New York, and more importantly, be able to deliver a product that is up to par with the rest of the NFL. You should have said that during the last goddamn playoff game. Yeah, up yeah. Up to par. Yeah. Uh, a stadium. They want a stadium that's going to be competitive with other stadiums around the league. Since when do stadiums play each other? Two <laughs> football teams stay each other. They don't bring their stadium. Yeah, over. I know. So. It wants to be competitive with other stadiums, and that's going to be important. Goodell thinks, I think everybody's committed to that, whether it's a new, significant renovation or a completely different facility in a new place. Um, it's no surprise that the topic of a future home of the Bills is com- on the commissioner's radar with the Orchard Park landmark being the fourth oldest stadium in the NFL. Uh, new Era Field, which was originally called Rich Stadium, then Ralph Wilson Stadium... Uh, was opened in 1973. Son of a bitch, I remember when they were building that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now it's the cap. Uh, <laughs> the building has gone through renovations in 1984, 1994, 2013, and its current capacity of 71,608 ranks 10th largest in the league. How many NFL teams are there? There's like a shitload. We're the 10th largest. Uh-huh. Okay? So why the hell do we need. A stadium. Number one, it's got a field, right? Yeah. It's regulation, right? Mm -hmm. It's out there. It's a field. It's got two goalposts at the end. (laughs) Yep. It's got a heated locker room so the poor guys don't have to dress outside, right? Yep. And it holds 71,000 people. Yeah. So competitive in what way? Which way do we need? How How are we not holding up our share, man, when we're the 10th largest stadium in the thing? Uh, Millions are spent on 10 home games a year We use this goddamn stadium 10 times a year And I looked it up 30 concerts were held In Rich Stadium Since 1974 47 years 30 So that's like one So so maybe 11 times a year That the stadium's in use Mm -hmm. And maybe some big band competition So let's say give it 12 12 Mm -hmm. days a year And we really don't have to worry about the playoffs, because we hardly ever have a playoff game at there. Yeah. Yeah. So, it cost $20 million to build the stadium. In 1992, we spent $9 million on it. Probably taxpayer dollars. 1998, we spent $57 million build, redoing the stadium. That's like two and a half times of what it cost to originally build it. 2007, we spent $5 million. 2012, what's that, eight years ago? Yep. Spent a two, $130 million on the damn stadium. And now it's no freaking
1: good. I know. It's building that store and building that. all yeah.
2: When was your house built? 1973? Don't you think we should tear it down and build a new one? <laughs> no. With whose money? Yeah, Yours? I know. Yeah. Mine? Bullshit. Talk about vanity and waste. Everybody talks about you know, oh, don't throw this out, recycle, reuse, all this other bullshit and wasting money, and we're going to go build a goddamn new stadium.
1: Yeah, but, like, I to understand that we, the games sell out, the, all those fans, this, there's no problem here.
2: We're no, we're not, it's not competitive there's with no the other.
1: problem here. What's
2: the problem? It's not as nice because as he wants it to be. And I don't think there's nothing yeah, wrong like with Yeah, like
1: he it. comes here all, that often. Like, who, who he's cares? from Jamestown. Yeah, but he does not. Like Actually, like, he's got a house in Chautauqua. Actually. Yeah, is he I, ever at the games? Maybe.
2: 13 Harris Avenue in Chautauqua. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> it's only a 6,400 square foot house that Roger Grudell That's it? Yes. <laughs> and his mailing address is... Four in Concardo Center, San Francisco, California. Anyway, I looked that up just because I'm a stalker. <laughs> Actually, I want to get on Chautauqua Lake and we'll see where this is because it's right on the lake. Oh, yeah. So we could pull up to Roger Goodell and have him <laughs> sign a football for us.
1: You know? Yeah. What's he going to... He'll shoot us. Yeah.
2: Why doesn't he buy his... Jesus Christ. Anyway. Sorry about that, Jesus. <laughs> anyway, so now I looked at... What are they going to do with the current stadium?
1: It's going to be uh, sitting there.
2: How much is it going to cost to knock it down? It ain't going to sit there. They're going to knock it down. Mm-hmm. Fill in the hole? Yeah. And then what? And then what? There ain't nothing out there now.
1: Yeah. You said it's not a competitive area to, to be in. No. they it's only they're because gonna, of the stadium. They're going to
2: push that damn stadium downtown. They, yeah. They want it downtown. Downtown resurgence. They want it downtown. And you know what they're going to knock down? The ghetto. (laughs) No, seriously, the housing. The low-income housing projects that are around the casino between, uh, like...
1: um, um, Perry.
2: Yeah, Larkinville. Mm
1: -hmm. Between
2: Larkinville and downtown. Mm -hmm. They're going to bulldoze that shit down and then build the stadium. So... um, According to the, I don't know if these are the last, I know Vegas just built the stadium. I don't know what that one costs. But the, the three other newest pro stadiums cost $720 million. That was Lucas Oil Stadium in 2008. So that's an obsolete number. $1.15 billion Cowboy Stadium in 2009. Where's Lucas Oil Stadium? Um, I'm assuming Cowboys you know where it Dallas. is.
1: God damn. It's Lucas Oil Stadium. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> $720 Going to the Luke. I have the no Luke. MetLife Stadium, $1.6 in 2010. Yeah.
2: So what's this new stadium going to cost us,
1: man? I, I
2: Ballpark. It's got to be $1.5 billion to build a damn stadium for 11 games a year and maybe a concert. Yeah. That's a lot of goddamn money when we got something that's perfectly good that works that we ended up putting – Uh, millions and millions of dollars, $221 million, and and we're going to throw it away like an old shoe? Yeah. Bullshit. (laughs) It's just gluttony. It's gluttony. So uh, currently the bill's lease, uh, they actually said there, Pagula said they're going to honor the lease that runs through 2023. Oh, so now it's going to become like, well, we better start designing and building new, yeah, yeah, we're reaching the deadline. Yeah. And my God, Goodell said that we need a new stadium. Not including my rant the other week and how much these players make.
1: Anyway. B- bureaucrats.
2: hmm So, Pagua ownership must decide if they will make significant renovations or start a new era, start a new era, ha, plan the <laughs> stadium in a different the direction, cap. so... That's it. You got any comments on my goddamn football rant that's gluttony, but we're all watching the game?
1: I just don't understand the whole city. Like, I've only – I can't speak for every city. I've only been to, I think, Cleveland Indians, Indians, uh, Browns, um, and their tailgating is horrible. You can't walk from parking lot to parking lot with a beer in your hand because there's fences up. There's security at every single fence. Why do that? Like – One of the biggest draws for people to come to our games is because of the tailgating. And it's all open, and people are having a good time, and now you're going to confine everybody. Right, and
2: And there will not be tailgating when you get downtown.
1: Nazi Germany. It is. (laughs) You
2: know (laughs) know what? They want to class it up.
1: Oh, God. Yeah, but it's not. What are they going to do?
2: The stadium will hold 60,000. It'll be like going to a Sabres game, then. The 60,000. no, I guarantee you. You know, here we go, Buffalo Bills fans. The stadium, I don't know what it is. This is just my guess. So you mark this down and <clears throat> put it in your calendar for three years from now. But Big Paws said this stadium's going to hold about 60,000 people because they're going to put a shitload of luxury boxes in it for the rich people. Yeah. And that's what they're going to do. And you common goddamn Bills mafia that sit yeah, out there on, and die throw hard. each other's on tables. sit in the rain. Yeah, and... <laughs> You know, you're going to tickets are going to go up yeah. because the location, the location. They got to uh, pay for the stadium Beer's somehow, even though up. we're paying for it. Beers are going to go up. The luxury boxes are going to take place of the common man. And
1: but that's the way it Screw is. You Joe and, football.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly what's going to happen. And, you know, Buffalo is a working man's town. Rich Stadium fits perfectly into our profile. But who gives a shit
1: about you or me? Yeah, I know. Exactly. They don't. That's annoying. It is. I don't go to a lot of Bills games right now for it to really matter, but I like where it is now. I just, you know. Oh, you wait. Yeah. Wait
2: three years. You'll be downtown.
1: I'll be there. (laughs) (laughs) But I won't like it. (laughs) No.
2: I mean, you'll be there, and it's going to. You know, and then some damn. You know, so this way they can have uh, a hockey game in the afternoon, and everybody could stay downtown and go to Seven One Six, and it's all about go to the Labatt's Brew
1: House, and it all comes down to the perfect uh, coming back or going to a commercial aerial shot with the lake and the and the skyline and the stadium downtown. Oh, what a a what a
2: great place we are. We got a stadium downtown, (laughs) but you know.
1: Gates are locked
2: 362 <laughs> days a year, man. Or no, 352 days a year because yeah. it's only open. I mean, seriously, I don't. I don't even know. This is my gripe. I don't even know why they tore down the odd. I know the ice surface was different, and I guess you gotta, it got a box. Yeah, it was a what?
1: Ugly. Oh, why it was they robbing. didn't
2: have enough room to fly their blimp around and <laughs> drop coupons for Subway?
1: Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> T-shirt cannons.
2: I'm not saying. I mean, the, the new. I mean, we'll wait till the arena becomes obsolete too. So yeah. that's only going to be over a period of time. So that's the rant on football. That mm-hmm. was just a last-minute addition too, man. Yeah. So. Uh, this was just a curiosity that I pulled up. So it was in the in. The, I'm not going to devote much time to this at all, <laughs> man. But um, one of the, I think, gusto or one of those things came up with. Sober fun. Eight ways to spend a booze-free evening in western New York. You know, if I'm going out, there's booze involved. (laughs)
1: Always.
5: I guess. I get it. I wish I'd never touched a drop of alcohol in my life. Never touched a drop, huh? Well, guess what? I'm going to show you that, too. Okay, get ready for this. Hey, hey,
7: hey, gang. Everybody line up for a Triple H, a hug, a handshake, or a high-five. Your call. Lois, hug. You got it. Stewie, hug. Two in a row. Try for three, Chris. Up. no, high-five. Well, that's okay. High-five's great, too. Meg, back to the hug. All right. Hugs may win it today. And we close with a handshake. And all in time for my big bike ride announcement. Who the
5: f*** <laughs> is this chick? It's you, Peter. Alcohol free.
8: <laughs>
5: hey, look, there's Joe and Quagmire. Hey, let's have a drink with him. You've never touched a drop, Peter. You don't even know those guys.
7: Those are your friends over there. Hey, do you guys mind keeping it down? We're trying to have a conversation here. Some people do. Gee whiz.
5: Those are your friends Philip, Ernest, and Jonathan. Do I at least call him John? No, he prefers Jonathan. Ah, oh, one of those guys.
7: You know, I've started taking a Bufferin baby aspirin every day. It's improved my heart one heck of a heap, I'll tell you that, pardon my French.
5: This is even worse than the other one. I mean, it's cool I know French, but Dad, this ain't me. What am I supposed to do? If I'm a drunk, I'm a jerk, and if I'm sober, I'm a douche. Exactly, Peter. It's called moderation. You don't have to give up the booze, cold turkey. You just have to be responsible with it. You members of the human race have the ability to send a man to the moon and make Justin Long a movie star. With that kind of willpower, don't you think you can learn to put the bottle down just sometimes? We did it with Justin Long, didn't we? America said no, but we kept at it. All right, Death. I'll try.
1: <laughs> Got a lot of truth to that. isn't I know. it? <laughs> Cartoons, man, they tell you I they know. teach you the world. They man.
2: Do. Man. Uh anyway, just uh, actually I probably picked this uh, topic just to play that clip, but uh, what do they call? Second Fridays at Birchfield Penny. Mm. God Oh Here's one you'd enjoy. Pickles and giggles. Comedy night at the barrel and brine. Sounds like name. a
1: real gasser.
2: Uh-huh. Open mic poetry nights at Cafe Aroma. <laughs> <laughs> Creative mocktails at the speakeasy.
1: Mm, I go to the speakeasy because it's technically not legal, but it's legal. This one you might
2: enjoy game night at Gather and Game.
1: (laughs) You can play your favorite library games. It was Colonel Mustard, I tell you. (laughs) In the library.
2: For only three dollars, you can settle in and play for as long as you'd like.
1: And probably making a killing. Yeah. How about number six here?
2: I lost the place, sorry. Full afternoon tea at the White Linen Tea House.
1: Like, does any of these things, like, <laughs> ring your bell? I mean, man, this is all sober. Higgy, ass.
2: cozy, which means Higgy. Higgy, Higgy. 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 which means cozy happy hour at the Root and Bloom, which is an uh, uh, indoor space with flowers.
1: Number eight, get a clue at Lock and Key Escape Room. Those are cool. I don't mind doing those. Yeah, but you. got But gotta be you know, like, I'm bringing a flask in. Yeah,
2: you got to <laughs> either be drunk before or. There's not
1: enough time to drink in those. You're in there for an hour. Like I could go an hour without a beer. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I'm shaking. <laughs> anyway, that's what they uh, do. That so. Yeah. Uh, another
2: topic that I came up with is little-known facts about Western New York.
9: Okay, that's enough of that. We're going
2: to fade that out because it gets more graphic. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that type of music, but it's uh, not good. So, But I was looking for earthquakes, uh, uh, things. A lot of people don't know that the clarendon linden fault system is a major series of fault lines that one, run through western New York. You didn't know that. You thought you were all protected up here yeah. from earthquakes. It extends through Orleans, Genesee, Wyoming, into Allegheny counties, and is responsible for much of the seismic activity in the region. The system is uh, in part named for the town of Clarendon, New York. Uh, in Buffalo, we check for weather reports for snowstorms and maybe some floods and a rare funnel cloud over land and water, water, but we don't ever concern ourselves with earthquakes around here, but not so fast. There's something you not should so know. Not so fast, mister. Not so fast. There's something you should know. The Buffalo region is situated on a significant fault line oh, known man. as the and linden Fault System. And... Past Western New York earthquakes. You may
1: remember these.
2: August 12, 1929 oh, in yeah. Attica.
1: Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. Probably like it was yesterday. Yeah.
2: <laughs> maybe it maybe had something to do with the stock market crash in 1929.
1: 250 chimneys were toppled after strong shockwaves. Which
2: is pretty cool because, like, chimney. I, I guess brick has a problem with Seismic activity. Actually, I was listening to uh, that California bro- uh, podcast, and they said something like, "You can't build a building out of brick in California because, for some reason, bricks with the seismic shit, yeah, like turn to the powder, all, like shift. Yeah, like, they turn to the powder. Probably, yeah. yeah, there's
1: no strong. Mm-hmm. Like Aunt Pearl's house would be in. Yeah, <laughs> to <laughs> the God ground. Damn, knock <laughs> it down, man."
2: Then you get Cleveland going, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Um, There was some damage in Batavia and other points a similar distance away. The earthquake in 1929 was felt through New York and the New England si- states, no- northeastern Ohio, and northern Pennsylvania and southern Ontario. So it's all around. There's another one you might remember on September 4th, 1945. when uh, World War II. Yes, World War II. Uh, according to news report, uh, uh, earthquake startled Buffalonians as they felt their bed shaking and saw pictures dancing on their walls. And they wonder if the city was being bombed. So, and uh, and here's another live report. There's a new ca- newscast from uh, uh, one of the other earthquakes, uh, not in this region here. So, Action 9 News at Five, NorCal's number one choice for news.
10: GOOD AFTERNOON, OUR TOP STORY, A 4.3 MAGNITUDE EARTHQUAKE RATTLED DOWNTOWN SACRAMENTO THIS MORNING, CAUSING SOME STRUCTURAL DAMAGE. OUR OWN RANDALL FIELDS IS IN CAPITOL PLAZA. RANDALL, BESIDES THE GROUND. What's shaking over there?
11: Uh, well, lots, Carol, and given the severity of the situation, I found that earthquake pun in very poor taste. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm here at the Social Security Administration building where a portion of the second floor caved in, trapping several people who were in the legal change of name office below. I'm told the building was especially busy as, due to the partial government shutdown, office hours have been limited. Uh, Joining me now are two gentlemen who were inside the building waiting to change their names when the earthquake struck. Uh, Please tell us who you are and what you
9: remember. Well, uh, yeah, my name is Donald McRonald. Um, (laughs) I was just trying to change my last name to Johnson and finally stop all the dumbass childish jokes when everything just started shaking.
11: Yeah, I I I don't even know how I got out. Um... But I'm, I'm sorry. I'm feeling very lucky right now. Uh, and your name is, sir, uh,
10: Mark Penis. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Randall, Randall, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to cut off Mr. Penis here.
12: Um, <laughs> as we have an update from search and rescue officials at the scene. Uh, I'm Dr. Shayna Steele, triage coordinator for family members worried about relatives who were in the change-of-name office. Um, Here is a list of rescued individuals taken to St. Joseph's Memorial Hospital. Lisa Simpson, Bill Cosby, Mario Party, Tiny Dick, and Morgan Mindy. No,
5: no, no, no. Sorry. Uh,
12: The following people are at Sacramento General. Siblings Gary, Larry, and Mary Potter. Uh, Taco Bell. Uh, Ivan Jurgenov. <laughs> you have? That was gross. And I am sorry. Ha-ha-ha. <laughs> uh, pedophilia. And Keith, um, uh, how would you say that?
7: Oh, queef. Keith queef.
12: And I should mention that we did not know Mr. Queef was inside, <coughs> so when he came out, it was a delightful surprise. <laughs> Um, we will update you as we learn more thank you okay thank you let's check back in with
10: randall fields randall with this earthquake any idea Who's at fault? (laughs) Again, Carol, I
11: find your earthquake jokes very inappropriate. Uh, I am standing here with a civilian who helped get lots of folks out safely. Some are even calling him a hero, Mr. Alan Hitler. Oh, please don't say hero. And and please don't use my last name, just an initial. Okay, well, uh, based on your actions today, the only thing that you share with that other Hitler is a last
7: name. Uh, And, unfortunately, uh, some DNA. He's my great uncle, but everybody's got that embarrassing relative, right?
10: (laughs) Kind of. Okay,
7: thank
10: you. Randall, I I am sorry. I hate to interrupt uh, Mr. Hitler, who we admire so much, but um, Dr. Steele has
12: some new information. Moments ago, a search team rescued this young boy who came to the change-of-name office by himself and didn't tell his parents because he thought they'd be mad. So, Mom, Dad, rest easy. Holden Dix is safe. <laughs> and might I add, he is a great kid. Holden Dix has got us all laughing down here. <laughs>
11: What a relief for those parents, as I'm sure they love holding two dicks more than anything in the world. Uh, I'm here with two more folks who were able to get out, thanks to Mr. Hitler. Uh, This is Julia, and I am not going to say her last name as it sounds very close to the N-word.
7: I should just say that while it is spelled the same way, it's actually pronounced like cigar.
13: Right, but then it would sound like he's saying the N-word with a British accent. I HAVE TO AGREE. SOUND <laughs> ADVICE FROM... DR. DONNA DID A DOG.
8: <laughs>
11: ALL RIGHT. Uh, MORE WITH JULIA N. AND DR. DONNA DID A DOG uh, AFTER THE BREAK. CAROL, BACK TO YOU.
10: THANK YOU, RANDALL. COMING UP, MORE ON THE SITUATION DOWNTOWN WHERE THE MAYOR IS SCHEDULED TO SPEAK. STAY WITH US. FOR ACTION 9 NEWS, I'M CAROL. COME DUNGEON. <laughs>
1: I don't know how you can get away with some of that uh, oh, SNL. I know. Um,
2: it's kind of amazing how what, you know, like a lot of these clips, I'll, I'll just uh, start Googling names and yeah. all that
1: stuff and doing that. Yeah.
2: I'd I never seen that
1: clip before. Yeah.
2: SNL, so.
1: Um, before we move on, we said something. We mentioned that was in uh, World War II in 1917. Go see the movie World War One. World War One. Still, it reminded me demolished buildings. It's yeah, a good movie. It was a good movie. Up uh, for Best Picture. You know that? Really? Yeah. Uh,
2: premise was pretty simple, but the uh, what do they call that when you show pictures on a thing in uh, cinematography? Yeah. Yes, that's it. <laughs> I think, or whatever it is, the, the camera stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like pretty impressive. Yeah, I know. Actually, One I shot. would see that
1: again. I would see it again too.
2: Ah, yeah. ah. So. Yeah. Good movie. Two paws, three four paws up. Four paws up. up.
1: Yeah. Yep. Dead dog. <laughs> 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 I just wanted to I get it now.
2: Here's another one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dead dog. Uh September twentieth, nineteen forty six, a quake registered in Niagara Falls where uh geologists later uh figured that this is Event weakened the fault behind the Sholkoff power station in the Niagara Gorge.
1: You live by Sholkoff,
2: yeah, it's a street, yeah. But so we're talking about the Sholkoff power station, (laughs) not talking about shaft, even though it probably has (laughs) several, yeah, probably has several shafts to bring water into the power station. So maybe we are talking about shaft, um, promoting its collapse 10 years later. So, um the collapse of Shokoff
4: power station. And then I came face to face with a rat that had ruined my life. It was in Niagara Falls.
0: Niagara Falls!
4: Slowly I turned, and step by step, inch by inch, I walked up to him and I smashed him. I hit, I
5: knocked
4: him my face and I knocked them down! I say hello, pal, sort of friendly, and just because I say Niagara Falls... Niagara Falls! Then he caught you in Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls! (laughs) You're afraid to say Niagara Falls.
3: Niagara
4: Falls!
5: Hey, where are we? I don't know. Well, get out of the car and find out. Where are
4: we, dear? Goslow. Goslow? What did that sign say? 25 miles to Niagara Falls.
5: Niagara Falls. Slowly
3: we turn. not
5: do that. No, not that. That's by back
2: In I'll tell you one thing about this
1: podcast that we do.
2: It's yeah. got like old shit, different shit.
1: You don't hear this anyplace else. No, I know. You know. We so. like cheap beer. Jenny and old shit. And old shit. As Eddie would say, friend of the
2: podcast. So for any skeptics of the podcast, you know, we are what we are, man. So when the Shokoff power station collapsed in the Niagara Gorge, June 7th, 1956. I remember that. Yeah. June 7th, 1956. I was born. I was four days old. That's right. I remember that. What was out, it like? I just got out of the hospital. I don't remember. I think <laughs> Did they you just saw me, bright lights. They took me home. <laughs> Did they? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it wiped out in seconds nearly 25 percent of Niagara County's tax base. At the time, Niagara Mohawk Power Corporation, which owned a 60year old facility, was the largest municipal taxpayer. Uh, the huge complex capable of producing 450,000 kilowatts, whatever that is. Is off was often called the world's greatest hydroelectric plant. Shortly after the earth and rock slide, two thirds of the station was reduced and twisted uh, to twisted girders, rock and rubble, and laying in the lower Niagara River. Three seventy thousand power thousand horsepower and transgenerators, bunch of shit. Big stuff <laughs> Went into the gorge. Went into the river. The yeah. rocks cascading from the cliff crushed six penstocks. I hate when my penstocks get crushed. I think Ow. that's I think that's the shafts that, Ow. <laughs> yeah, that carried water from the canal to the top of the gorge to the generator station. Uh, several workers started screaming, "Let's get out of here!"
1: Don't
7: listen
2: to him. Yeah. Oh, he's full of
7: shit. Yeah. He's drunk Shut
2: again. up, Jim. <laughs> nearly, nearly everyone dashed the length of the generator floor to the north end, then they climbed through a small door, scrambled along the shoreline to the Niagara Falls incinerator plant where they hiked the service road to the top.
1: Oh, shit, we should have listened to Jim.
2: <laughs> well, Chris Nelson should. <laughs> A 25 year old plant operator recalled all of a sudden I saw a crack open up. I made tracks and headed up the, to the north. I thought I could get the elevator up, but it was too late. There were rocks falling behind me, and I was running. Water was chasing me down the floor.
1: Help me, Jim. <laughs>
4: Tremendous rock falls crush a huge Niagara Falls power plant like an eggshell, killing one man and hurling wreckage into the deep Niagara Gorge. Two-thirds of the plant is sheared off, and water that once drove the great turbines now churns through the ruin. Water undermining the rock structure caused a disaster, and it's estimated that the bill will come to $100 million. A hundred million dollars
2: 100000000 dollars Cheaper than a stadium. Yeah. <laughs> it is. To save people's lives. I think adjusted for uh, inflation, there's probably a whole lot more than that. Yeah. It says, um, ironically, only one person was killed Richard Draper from Ridge Road in Lewiston. Related to Don? Yeah. He and two other co workers were caught outside the building closer to the Rainbow Bridge. Uh, Bernstein and Chapman were picked up by a launch the, by the Canadian Mate of the Mist, but Draper, who was wearing heavy boots at the time, was washed into the river. So, anyways, they initially thought that the loss was $100 million. Now, that newsreel, which happened right after the fact, they thought it was erosion, but no, it was the main cause was the 10 year ago earthquake. That compromised the rock structure over there.
1: Erosion. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: So, um, what else? And they're talking about a bunch of companies that were um, shut down for a couple days and all that stuff. But it didn't make as big as an interruption because they actually reconfigured some power lines that uh, did that. But a bartender, this is probably the most severe... Uh, outcome of that thing about bartender at the south end tavern said customers were three deep at the bar but he was having a hard time doing his job because of the blackout so anyways it was uh, reported uh, worldwide and it was a result of the uh, the earthquake prior to that um, what else a more recent event earthquakes happened May 25, 1996, when an estimated 3.0 magnitude uh, earthquake was felt mainly in North Buffalo and Tonawanda. Uh, The earthquake uh, was centered between Messina and Cornwall, Ontario, uh, causing an estimated 2 million in damage. I thought
1: that they just felt the shake from the uh, jumbotron fell falling because that was the same year. Is it really? I think so. Ninety six, right? Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know.
4: I'm Floyd Robertson,
6: and I'm Earl Cannonbear, and this is the SEC TV News. Today's top story: the tiny country of Togo suffered 14,373 major earthquakes last year, enabling them to go into the Guinness World Book of Records. Now, Togo president Ayub Benzuel was so ecstatic, he declared last week, National Guinness World Book of Records Week in Togo. Ceremonies were called off because of an earthquake.
2: Well, we've had lots of earthquakes. Um, Actually, a couple weeks ago, a 1.9 magnitude uh, earthquake happened in Ransomville. And then we've got a whole shitload of lists. Two years, three years, four years, five years. Bunch of earthquakes. 11 years, 12 years. There's probably about, I don't know, probably 20 of them. Yeah. That occurred uh, all in the western New York uh, region. And then you may be asking, what exactly is an earthquake? An earthquake is the shaking of the ground caused by an abrupt shift of rock along a fracture in the earth. It's called a fault, which we're on a fault. And within uh, seconds, a quake releases stress that has slowly accumulated within the rock over hundreds of years. Uh, Nobody, uh, according to a professor at the University of Buffalo, Nobody's sure why Earth has stress, but it does. Maybe it's financially stressed, or maybe, <laughs> like, uh, like all or this. yeah, or maybe its wife is causing it stress. <laughs> I don't know why the stress. Earth has stress,
1: but it does. Know, Earth kind of just hangs around, man. And th- you know what? Where this Earth isn't going to be here for much longer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what they say.
2: This is, yeah, here we go. This is the end of the world. Remember when I said they make the introductions? I said, this is a, a, what is it? I don't want to go all the way back. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's like a catastrophe uh, podcast here. Yeah, right. We're doing here. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Ontario, a study predicted a 40% popul- pro- probability, easy for me to say, uh, 40% probability that there will be a 6.5 magnitude earthquake here sometime. And it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. The question is, you know, how many of these faults are seismically active and to what extent? Um, What else? Uh, A 6.5 magnitude earthquake uh, struck California in 1971, causing a hospital wing to collapse. 6.7 event collapsed the overpass in Kobe, Japan in 1995. 7.1 earthquake in 1989 brought down the uh, I-880 bridge in Oakland, killing 41 motorists. Man. Another reason why we should get rid of the Skyway. Because yeah. <laughs> well, during Grand an earthquake. Yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. no. yeah. you know, Grand Island, well, if you're on the bridge, you're going to fall in. You'll probably die. Yeah. If you're on a boat below the Grand Island Bridge, you're you'll probably dead.
1: die. So, but then you're stuck on the island, mm-hmm. helping to get the resources to you. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like primitive times back on Grand Island.
2: That's right. So, uh, anyways, you can predict that you'll have a 7.0 magnitude quake every 800 years. Okay. So. What year are we? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, there was a, I don't know. 800? It was a 7.1 in
2: 1989,
1: so we're good All till right. We got lots. another 800 years? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Alright, let's move on to other things. Our state fair!
4: Our state fair is a great state fair, don't miss it, don't even be late. Boom, 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 it's dollars to donuts, that our state fair is the best state fair in our state. Our state fair
1: Fair is a great state fair. (laughs) Don't
0: miss it. Don't even be late It's dollars to donuts That our state
2: fair Is the best state fair In our state Love her voice Our
3: state fair Is a great state fair Don't miss it Don't even be late It's dollars to donuts That our state undergoing fair undergoing the, is the best uh, Sex state fair transplant in our
2: Or whatever it is <laughs>
1: Oh, Color by Deluxe.
3: So
2: you might criticize our podcast, but when's the last time you heard that song?
1: Probably the last time I sung it at our state fair. Our state fair is a great. St-
2: <laughs> Governor Andrew
1: Cuomo love that guy.
2: On Tuesday, <laughs> probably a week or so ago, uh, proposed extending the state fair as he presented his 178.6 billion budget.:
13: Attack Muslims. They attack me and they attack you when they attack the lgbtq community they attack me and they attack you when they attack latinos they attack me and they attack you when they attack asian americans they attack me and they attack you when they attack african americans they're attacking me and they're attacking you
2: polish americans
13: they're attacking you
1: yeah what about us
13: and they're attacking
1: you What about Dingus Day?
13: They're attacking me
2: and they're attacking you.
8: Old guys. When
13: they attacked Orthodox Jewish people on the seventh night of Hanukkah, Hanukkah. in Muncie, in Rockland, Ah. in the home of Rabbi Rottenberg, they attacked me and they attacked you. And when you try to divide the great state of New York, we will stand up tall. We will stand up unified. We will stand up and we will fight. How
1: do they get and all those people that like them in the Because
13: room? we <laughs> are right. And that is the New York way. Excelsior, thank you and God bless you. Somebody
1: said, yeah, he cares about New York City. He's oh. the governor of New York City and that's it.
13: Yeah,
2: well, because New York City is... The,
1: the breadwinner, Yeah. the moneymaker.
2: Oh, actually, the money waster, but we're, you know, we're like Arkansas compared to New York City, Yeah, Yeah, I know. Uh, But this pisses me off because the state legislator must approve approve the budget, but it's going to screw up with uh, our fair. We
3: love the
2: The problem was, or is, that he wants to extend the state fair five days earlier to overlap the Erie County Fair. Now, as you all know, that have been here at the fair, majority of the vendors, a lot of the vendors, and farm people, and cow raisers, and pig swine handlers, go to the state fair after the Erie County Fair. Now, if they started five days early... The
1: people are going to either have to leave early or not go at all or, or stay not, or... Like you, know, you can't... You screwed it up.
2: When you're setting up for the fair... Well, here we go. Let me let me get into some of this dissertation. It's a decision that sent shockwaves through New York. The additional uh, days can cause trouble for the second largest fair in the state, which is the Erie County Fair. Um... They're going to expand the New York State Fair to 18 days. Uh, Jessica Underberg, who's involved with our fair, says she's been fielding uh, calls from vendors and livestock farmers all day after the governor's announcement. With the added days, it will overlap the fairs um, that she runs in Erie County, and the state fair is 150 miles away. So... uh, when she first heard about the great New York State Fair uh, debacle, Underberg uh, said she just found out, like, the day before. She was quoted as... I'm, c- I'm confused! I'm confused right now, G! <laughs> <laughs> Erie County Fair is the third largest county fair in the United States, boosting, uh, boasting over a million fairgoers. Uh, it runs between August 12th and the 23rd. Uh, with the New York State Fair uh, potentially starting on August 21st, dozens of vendors will have a tough decisions to make.
4: Uh, I hate to interrupt your fun, boys, but I got a few complaints that your game is crooked. <laughs> and oh. Gee, I'd hate to close you down. Maybe we can reach a little uh, understanding here. I understand. <laughs> um, hey, Dad, I... I think he wants... Not right now, son. Daddy's talking to a policeman. Uh, Let me put it this way. I'm looking for my friend Bill. Have you seen any Bills around here? No. He's Bart. Listen carefully and watch me wink as I speak, okay? Okay. The guy I'm really looking for, Wink, is Mr. Bribe, wink, wink. It's a ring toss game. Right, that's it. I'm shutting this game down.
2: <laughs> I love that clip, too. I know. Um, but a lot of the same food vendors and other vendors go to um, uh, both fairs. Problem is, like, they give you a couple days before the fair to set up. Yeah. You can't set up during the fair. Right. So they're going to have to decide either be here or be there. Yeah, I mean. And I I heard on the radio, it's like 23 uh, food guys might decide to go to the state fair because now it's operating
1: longer. I mean, wouldn't you, though? I mean, it's a state fair rather than a county fair, so it's bigger. It's probably more money for mm -hmm. whatever it is. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, uh, that's like almost a mm no-brainer. So the Erie County Fair is basically going to be for local vendors only. I don't know. Maybe,
2: uh, you know, it, but according to Kathy Hochul, uh, it created an opportunity for newer vendors if they want to enter the
1: marketplace. <laughs> you know, so, anyways. Uh, oh, yeah. So it's just, so you're saying, oh, there's going to be a lot of open spaces this year. It's all bullshit. <laughs> bullshit, bullshit, bullshit.
2: I don't know why. You know what? Somebody said that the reason that um, this is an election year. And that New York State Fair um, has an area where they can promote uh, presidential campaigns. Yeah. And that this would be a good opportunity for the Democrats to promote their agenda. Yeah. So, I don't know. Right. Who knows. So, uh, there we go. I guess uh, that hasn't been settled yet. So, Um, okay. Random thoughts.
9: I'm Diane Simmons. In traffic news, heavy gridlock on the 195 interchange. We now go live to Drunk Billy in the Channel 5 Newscopter.
6: This just in, Channel 5 Newscopter pilot Drunk Billy passed away today.
2: Ah, here we go. Uh, This is probably not socially popular. Kobe Bryant dies. Everybody's mourning. Uh he's worth 600 million dollars with an annual salary of 25 million dollars. Uh, had a sports career and I, my point is, why is his death any more significant than others? Uh, he's just a rich guy doing rich things. Cocha) <laughs>
5: Peter, what the hell? Joe! Joe, get inside! The blaze oh are still God, spinning!
3: Peter, what is Joe, that thing? Joe, get it's inside!
5: Shout out to God. 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 Oh, no! No! no. Ah, ah, ah. Ah. Oh. oh! Oh, Joe! Oh, I am sorry, buddy. It's okay. Oh, but, are, look, are look, you it's okay. okay. You all right. It's okay. I'm oh, fine. Boy. Everybody's fine. Oh, that was scary. Peter, we have gotta do something about Cleveland. I think you created a monster. Well, there's only one thing to do, Lois. We gotta get Loretta and Cleveland back together. And I know just how to do it. To the Hinden, Peter! Oh, my God! Joe, I am so sorry. How can you afford these things?
2: (laughs) Uh, My old point, I'm not unsympathetic to this whole thing. This guy rents a helicopter to go to a, a game or a practice. Uh... $5,000 an hour, two-hour minimum, so it's $10,000. And all the flights were grounded that day for regular mortals, but apparently he got a waiver and was cavalier enough. I've got my little pilot's license, and it says that's probably the number one cause of accidents is people being overconfident when they're flying. Um, I'm just saying that if all flights are grounded, he got an exemption. What would your mother tell you to do?
1: <laughs> You're not flying today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's that. I don't
2: know. Many people die each day, many had accomplishments of society and mankind. They're all loved by somebody and barely get mentioned just saying. So, you know, 7,708 people die each day and there's various reasons for different things and, you know, to to for a guy that obviously did something that he shouldn't have been doing a lot of people die. So yeah, anyway, uh, history repeating itself. Uh, there was a a poll. Here we go to go with our, uh, catastrophe podcast. Uh, two thirds of American millennials, uh, in a recent poll cannot identify what Auschwitz is. And everybody's saying, what's Auschwitz? (laughs) 22% of millennials, uh, I have not heard of the Holocaust. Wow. Yeah. Uh, anyways, asked to identify what Auschwitz was, forty percent of the respondents and sixty-six per, uh, percent of the millennials could not come with a correct response, uh, identifying as it was a concentration camp uh, uh, which killed uh, six million Jews. So, anyway, so you know what. Learn from history, man. History's going to repeat itself. My
1: kids don't know what a VCR is. Well, that's <laughs> different than. Yeah, I know. I mean, you should know your history, all but I here. just don't think kids care.
2: It's all about the future. Now, to continue on with the pandemic, pandemic stuff, are you worried about the flu?
3: Check the of the rhythm, I, yeah. While I got you so let me claim my throat.
2: Everybody worries about these flu epidemics that are going around, but they're not that. You know, the big one was the Spanish flu pandemic of 1918, the deadliest in history. It infected an estimated five million people worldwide. Yeah, it's nuts. How many people now are like they're they're a couple thousands or whatever the heck it is, and there's like 70 people that passed away. Uh, it infected a an estimated five million people. About one third of the. Pa- Third of the planet's population got this flu man, and killed an estimated twenty to fifty million. that's a damn big frame there, twenty to fifty million but anyway it uh it killed six hundred and seventy thousand six hundred and seventy five thousand Americans. citizens were ordered to wear masks in schools, theaters, and businesses were shuttered and uh I means shuttered means closed oh it does yes. And uh, body, something new every day, millennials. Bodies piled up in makeshift morgues before the virus ended its deadly march.
9: This, this is the news. Who, who's paying attention? Who is? They just throw shit out there. Who is listening? Every day, there's something new. Something's going to destroy us all. Then it disappears. Swine flu. I love the swine flu. I do. I'm a huge fan of the swine flu. You know why? because swine flu is the only disease that comes and goes depending on what else is in the news. And then they always come up with this thing, oh my God, it's a swine flu. It's the worst disease in history. It's gonna kill us all. It's an absolute pandemic and we're all gonna die unless you uh, wash your hands. That's all I got. It's the worst thing in history unless, ah, you can kiss a pig long as you wash your hands. That's not a pandemic. We used to have flus you could respect. Spanish flu, now there was a kick-ass flu. Spanish flu killed hundreds of millions of people worldwide. You know how powerful the Spanish flu was? If we were in a room full of people like this, one person, <coughs> oh shit, we're all dead. <laughs> Seal the doors, we've all got Spanish flu. They're trying to scare me with the swine flu. Well, what happened to the bird flu? Remember the bird flu? Weren't we supposed to be dead by now? No, really, I don't know about you, I stopped paying my bills. I did it. Hello, Visa? Bird flu's coming. I ain't paying shit. No, we're all gonna die, it's on CNN. I'll, I'll go out with a low credit score, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, I can die with a 517, I don't mind. Sorry. Bird flu. Sick chickens. That's what that was. Sick chi- they tried to scare us with sick chickens. We got wars going on. We have an economy that almost completely collapsed. We got terrorism. We got everything in the world is wrong, and I'm supposed to be scared of a few sick chickens? Oh, 50 people died in China. Really? There's a billion of them. I'm not gonna panic, because a few of them checked out. I wasn't scared of bird flu. I was trying to catch the bird flu. Maybe it'll offset my SARS. That's right, yeah. Yeah, you remember the SARS? Every time an Asian cough, oh no, it's the SARS. <laughs> Think I was worried? Hell no, I was shooting up with the SARS, trying to beat my mad cow. <laughs> That's right, you remember the mad cow. Right? Every time you ate a hamburger, oh no, that might have mad cow. Think I was worried? Not at all, vaccinated myself with the anthrax. <laughs>
1: Uh let me just say that like um, I read an article that they like like in Thailand came up with some sort of cure now for the coronavirus, which is like a cocktail of flu and h i v really drugs yeah and but on the other side, they're also saying that it's increasing increasingly becoming a pandemic as well. I don't know, so you know, like I said, there's been
2: several different things fake
1: news actually he was uh,
2: I actually heard this clip on another show and that's where I dug it up and mm-hmm. I thought it was a little longer than that because he even said you know like Y2K and he kind of got into more recent things but yeah. anyway in Buffalo during 1918 Mayor Buck I don't know what his first name was uh, maybe Dower <laughs> ordered all schools closed, churches saloons holy shit movie houses, theaters, pool halls, uh, five and 10 cent stores, ice cream powers and soda shops, and barred all indoor gatherings and meetings. The health department divided the city into 21 separate districts. Uh, each had a health inspector in charge of enforcing uh, the order. Uh, residents ill with influenza were, had to remain into their homes under isolation. Non-ill family members, however, were free to come and go. Between the start of the epidemic in 1918 and the end of the year, September of 1918 and the end of the year, which is, what, three months? Yeah. Uh, 28,398 cases of influenza were reported in Buffalo. 9%. 2,561 died from the Spanish flu in Buffalo, New York. Mm. It's a lot of people, man. That's that's a hell of a lot more people that died in the whole. I mean, there was like twenty to fifty million people that died Mm -hmm. from Spanish
1: flu. Mm
8: -hmm.
1: Like that's a lot of people to die in three months.
8: Yeah.
1: God, first World War One in 1917, and then that in 1918.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of shit going on. You don't know. You're only gonna learn it when you listen to this goddamn podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, and then uh, to wrap this up, we probably got other things, but this is getting longer. And I was trying to look to see what was coming up in uh, Western New York that might be amusing, and we came up with the Naked Magicians.
5: What the hell, Brian? I can't take it anymore! Message for Brian Griffin!
6: I lost my ass gambling. Have you seen it? Leave me alone, you jerk! Stewie, you can't so did I. He <laughs> just won't let up with the nudity. Well, you know how the fat man operates. He won't stop unless he's stopped. The only way you're going to end this is if you find a way to even the score. You've got to be nude. Stewie, I am nude. I'm just covered with fur. Well, shave it off. Give him a taste of his own medicine. This is funny. Maybe you're right. I mean, I gotta do something. This is just one of those things he won't let up with. What? Hello? Cynthia, oh, my God, so good to hear from you. Sure, I can talk. I'm just sitting out here in the open. (laughs) My car? It's a Prius. (laughs) I wouldn't say I'm specifically a hero for driving one. The heroes are the ones who come back from Iraq and drive a Prius.
5: Gotcha! What
6: the hell? Hey, you looking for me? (laughs) Oh, God, what the hell is that? What's wrong? You look uncomfortable. Here, let me give you a hug.
5: Gah! Yeah, get away from me, you gremlin!
3: <laughs> Why
6: don't you rub my belly, pal?
3: <laughs>
5: Your skin is so loose and wrinkly. It's like I'm just pushing around a plastic bag full of chicken bones. Why do you have so many nipples? You gonna put your clothes on? Yes, yes, I swear! You gonna keep them on? Yes, I promise! I'll never bother you again with my body. Please, just make this stop! Good. Dad, can you give me a ride to the... Yeah! What is that thing?! I'm making your What's going on in here? Oh, my God, is that a Rats? Peter, hold it down, I'm
6: getting the gun! Cold. Well, it worked. Thanks for your help, Stewie. If I knew you were actually gonna do it, I wouldn't have suggested it. You looked like my foot that time Lois made my bath too hot. Come on, it's not that bad. My fur will grow back in about three months. Well, I can't look at this for three months, so I've come up with a solution. Put these on. Stewie, I- Hold still. There you go. You look good. You look really good. <laughs> Hi, Stewie and Stewie. This is next week's story. Get there. <laughs> That's
2: funny. That's, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's more visual. Yeah, stimulating. though. yeah. Anyways, uh, the naked ma- magicians. <laughs> this are, is weird. Yeah. Um. Actually, they were on some kind of the one of those shows where.
1: I mean, America's a,
2: Got Talent yeah. or something like that. Uh they are performing at Shea's 710 Theater February 1st. Oh shit. We missed them. That was yesterday. That was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> uh Mission 35 bucks. Uh it's a it's this tanaf- tantalizing, safi- satisfying magic show strips away the top hats and capes and magic stereotypes. Um and you got naked guys that are performing magic.
1: Yeah, that's I'm weird. not going to see it. <laughs> yeah, but like, like completely, they're just out there. I have no idea. I mean, I get the gimmick because you know, there's nothing under my sleeve. Nothing or, up my sleeve
2: yeah. or under my ball sack.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, but I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah. more for the females.
2: I don't know. Whatever. Or, no, not necessarily. What do you mean? I guess You being today's prejudice Climate Yeah
1: Anyway so
2: That's it for Podcast 98
1: You got anything to add? Oh yeah Little thing Um, I think Because we said We like Old shit on this podcast That's worth mentioning Yep Time for a uh, Just a mini uh, Winging it uh, Movie review We're on a mission
5: From God Say my name You're going to like this guy, he's alright He's a good fella, he's one of us Go downtown and have a rap Gnaw that thing off your face Complex, I mean it's not just It might not be just such a simple Uh,
2: You know Love Lebowski That's how movies should be now I
1: know Look at William Frawley. (laughs) So I thought this was worth mentioning. I was in the mood the other night to, and this was like one of these movies that was on a VHS at home along with Beverly Hillbillies and Mrs. Doubtfire. I don't know, my parents put together a compilation of uh, movies to take on like a road trip or something because we had a VCR and a TV in the van.
2: It was probably something I recorded off.
1: Yeah, I mean, TV. Yeah,
2: because yeah. I, wa- I was like into old shit when I was young. yeah, yeah. And I probably wanted to, you're in the van, and mm-hmm. you're going to watch TV, yeah. and you're going to watch the old shit that- <laughs> yeah. and force it on you. Yeah. And
1: now you're so much better for it. Actually, yeah, because it- I like this. Huckleberry Finn starring Mickey Rooney, 1939. And um, uh, I just remember watching. There was a part. i specifically remember in this movie that in the vhs copy that you taped for us was like cut out so either like the power went out or something like that so there was a section missing in this tape and then i watched it the other night and this section was like uh a guy oh the dead guy the dead brother in a coffin you don't see the guy but like the butler is like sleeping behind the coffin, and Huck puts the treasure inside the coffin. And when he walks away, the butler kind of wakes up, and it looks like he's coming out of the coffin. And I was like, I don't remember this part. I think this was the part. And I was like wondering if you like edited it for, because I was no, like, I don't, I don't recall
2: that at all, man. Yeah. I, maybe it was edited for TV.
1: Yeah. You know. Maybe, but it was it was definitely a piece missing though like you know all of a sudden the little tracking came on and all of a sudden it was in a different area of the movie oh who knows you know but um no it wasn't like
2: uh I didn't edit anything personally and then it's like I would like tape the Blues Brothers. Oh yeah, off of like yeah, TBS. TBS. <laughs> yeah, I okay, that. as opposed to the regular ones. So all the, uh-huh. the vulgarity and all the inappropriate things. Same thing with probably planes, trains, and automobiles, <laughs> right, yeah. or something like that, <laughs> yeah. where they the one part. The, Yeah, we yeah.
1: missed the uh, uh, car rental scene. Let but... me let me tell you. I remember one time that me and you and uh, uh, my friend at the time paul ate a lot was we're watching uh you're like oh let's watch airplane that's a good movie and then there's a pair of boobies in it and we didn't know it until we watched it like we rented it for blockbuster you're like well i don't remember that it's <laughs> 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 seriously rated pg and there a pair of boobs right in front of the screen i wasn't complaining but ah, probably i wasn't <laughs> either so what the hell man but like. um yeah, going back to this movie, I think it's a good one. Uh, you know, that's, the, that's
2: a mystery. You talk about the boobs, man. Yeah. You could see them. Like, women have been walking around with bumps on their chest forever,
1: man. You just can't show a nipple.
2: Yeah, you can't show a nipple. Like, what is there? You could draw it in. <laughs> like, what do you think they got there, man? Yeah, it's all I don't mystery. Know. Yeah, What it's would a the mystery? aliens
1: say? Uh, whatever. Nano, nano. One... So one scene I thought was funny, and I wanted to just feature a quick one with uh, William Frawley. Who who is William Frawley?
2: He is uh, Ethel Fred and Ethel. <laughs> yeah, man.
1: Fred Mertz, right? We got to go to that comedy thing. Yeah, we do. Sailing down the Mississippi.
2: There you is, Hook.
10: Hmm. Thanks, Jim.
1: You said N-word, Jim? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alas. To think I should have lived to be leading such a life. To think I should have to do without the respect that is rightfully mine. Here, here. Oh, you wouldn't believe me. The world never believes. So let it go. What does this matter, the secret of my birth? You mean you're... A- no, I am a duke. My pappy was the Duke of Bridgewater. As a child, my inheritance was snaked from me. My title.
4: That sure is awful.
0: So if you'll just toss me that plate of victuals, of course, I'll have to be served first from now on.
4: Oh, yes, your You can sir.
0: just call me uh, my lord or your dukeship. Yes, your dukeship. Uh, more blackberries, your dukeship. Thanks. M-more, more fish, your dukeship. Thanks. <clears throat> See here, Billswater, I'm reluctant to mention this, but you're not the only person who's had a secret of his birth. You're not the only person who's been robbed of his high degrees. What do you mean? Can you keep a secret, Bilgewater? I'll try. I am Louis the 17th, son of Louis the 16th and Marie Antoinette. I
5: am the rightful king of France.
0: You can call me your majesty.
4: Yes, your majesty. Would you, would you care for some more fish? Your Majesty?
0: Here, boy. Sit down and eat with us.
4: Can I, sir? Is it all right?
0: Sure, sure. A pluribus spoon, <laughs> Meaning, cut yourself a piece of catfish.
4: Thank you.
2: That's, That's a good a, movie. You know what? And you look at Mickey Rooney yeah. from, like, he's, what, 16? Oh, yeah,
1: at least, yeah.
2: And... The last time you seen Mickey Rooney, he was
1: like 80. I know. And he's dead. Jiminy Jellicers. I know. He was, yeah, and they were like robbing him, weren't they? And how many people? Elder abuse?
2: How many people? Yeah, they were. Yeah. So how many people know Mickey Rooney? I
1: know. Here we go. You heard it the today on the Winging a Buffalo podcast. There you go. And early William Frawley and also uh, Miss Watson his, mm-hmm. um, and the Widow Douglas. Miss Watson was played by Auntie M from... Wizard of Oz, 1939, also filmed that year of this movie. Nice. So, yeah, you're not, the more you know. The more
2: you know, the
1: more
4: you blow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, well. Well, that about does her. Wraps are all up. Getting ready
1: for the Sorry, big folks. game. March yeah, post. the big the game. I
0: should have told you. Cocaine is a hell of a drug.
1: Yeah. Huh? So is Springbok. All right, everybody, thanks for listening to this Super Bowl Sunday edition of week 98 of the Winging It podcast. I'm Tommy P. Go football team.
2: Oh, who is it? Uh, The guy that invented Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. I want them to win. 50 years, they didn't win.
1: All right, everybody, see you next week or two weeks or three weeks or four weeks or five weeks. Say goodbye. Bye.
7: Now you know the rest of the story.